ready to begin. What year is this? The year is 2020, and this is Beyond Sin. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 264. On the show today, I will be chatting with Volcor X. And before that, we'll be listening to some cool music and doing what we do here on Beyond Synth, which is those two things. It's just <laughs> listen to cool music and talk to cool people. So how about this? Let's get the show started with some fucking tunes. This is a track from Incore. I-N-C-O-R-E. There was a compilation album. I think I might have even played a few songs from it already called Cybersin. And there was lots of uh, cool artists on there and cool songs. And you're going to listen to this one right now. This is Annihilation by Incore.
and that was Annihilation by Encore. That's a cool track. That was, of course, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, we've had some updates. It looks like Luke Jackson has upgraded his support. That's right. Luke Jackson is now in the 1334 Club. He is also a very talented musician who goes by the name of Brandon. So go check out his music. I'm a big fan of uh, his tunes. I listen to them quite a bit because they are very good. And he also has some uh, great collaborations with SJ Bravo. So thank you for upgrading your support. And Mr. Magoo Samurai has upgraded his support. Mr. Magoo Samurai is now in the $10 club, and here's what I have to say about Mr. Magoo. You may be blind. No, was that? Did you ever hear that dance song from the 90s? Mr. Magoo, you might be blind, but I can still see you. Don't cancel me. That's exactly what the guy sounded like. (laughs) Mr. Magoo, you may be blind, but I can still see you. Look, Mr. Magoo Samurai, thanks a lot for your support. You're a cool guy. Hey, that rhymed. Mr. Magoo Samurai, you're a cool guy. All right. And finally, Eurobeat Intensifies has upgraded his support. Eurobeat Intensifies is now in the $25 club. You are a very cool guy, Eurobeat Intensifies, and in fact has sent a letter here. He says, Hey Andy, in 2016 I discovered Gunship and I was so blown away that I sent it to all my friends. For some reason they distanced themselves from me, but that's okay because now I have you guys. Anyway, your show has helped me discover so many new artists and is just really fun to listen to in general. I really appreciate all the effort you put into your show and I think you're a really cool guy. Well, thank you, Eurobeat Intensifies. So, this doesn't sound like a glowing review of Gunship. <laughs> Ah, like I played them some gunship and then they left. Uh, hopefully this is a joke. Is this a joke? It sounds funny. I mean, because there's two ways to read this letter, right? And if it's a joke, that's cool. I like jokes. But also, uh, I, I do think it's important for people out there to maintain their uh, social connections. And I don't necessarily think a music genre is worth losing friends. Although, mind you, if that's all it took, then I guess maybe they weren't real friends. Now this is me, like I'm pretending... <laughs> this is me acting as though this email is is a completely real thing. So hopefully that was just a, a joke, but obviously I, I appreciate your support, and of course you are welcome in the in the Beyond Synth family, but I also, uh, you know, the well-being of, uh, of my listeners is important, and I don't want people out there uh, thinking that, uh, you know, listening to Synthwave is uh, better than actual uh, human connections, you know, because those are important too, right? But then if people are just like, oh, you listen to Gunship, and then they fucking leave, then I mean, that's not cool either, right? So... I don't know. (laughs) What am I doing? (laughs) I'm a psychiatrist now. (laughs) Anyway, look. 
The point is this. Thank you, Eurobeat Intensifies. You're a cool guy. And thank you for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. And on that note, let's listen to some more music. This is a track from Cassetter. Uh, it's a single uh, called Disquette featuring Lou Cash. It's pretty cool. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. I actually printed them out this week. Robert D. Bishop, Collector. Chris Dance and Mike Shima, the kings of the Pattersons. You guys uh, always have a special place in my heart right near the top i don't know if that's good or is that a good part of the heart i don't know look the point is this check out this track this is cassetter with diskette featuring lukash
And that was Cassetter with the track Diskette featuring Lou Cash. And uh, that's a cool song, man. I don't know. <laughs> that's a cool song, man. I'm talking directly to you now, uh, the man who listens to this show, because there's only one. I would like to say that that was brought to you by... <laughs> See, usually I read this off the screen, but we bought a new printer because I was so fed up. My wife had this Epson, and Jesus Christ, we used it like three times a year, and every fucking time we needed to use that printer, the fucking ink was out. And then it costs like 50 bucks every time to like get the black ink. And then you used to be able to do that thing where it's like, if you run out of black, you can, uh, you know, it'll combine all the colors like the, the, the cyan and the yellow and the whatever. And then it would print a, you know, it wouldn't be black, but they would just print all the colors to make it, you, you know what I'm saying. And then all of a sudden that feature disappeared. So like when the black ran out and we still had color and all the other cartridges, it was like, oh, that feature's gone now. And it's like, you fucks. Every fucking time and so i said fuck it so i got a um uh one of those printers where you just squirt the ink in where like it shows you the chamber and like literally when you get a refill you just get bottles of ink and you just squirt it in and we just got it uh it was like the cheapest one i could find that did that (laughs) so we'll see how this works but at least they can't do that bullshit of like you buy a knockoff printer cartridge but then it reads the microchip and then it goes oh we can't use this this cartridge you know it's not an official epson product and that doesn't fucking work so at least this way you're just squirting ink into a tank right so you could theoretically buy no brand ink and like the machine wouldn't know anyway so to test it i printed out my patron list on paper today instead of uh <laughs> although you think i would have this memorized by now i would like to personally thank my awesome patreon supporters like jose arbello the king of hell with the triple six the sixty 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 and of course jacob wick my semi-sonic friend with the 4488 and city hunter with the 42 i just like the sound of paper turning i'm one of those guys <laughs> perverts <laughs> All right, uh, let's listen to some more music. Uh, here's one from Omega Gun. That's right. Continuing our... Um, I don't know how to finish that sentence. The, continuing our listening of music. <laughs> I'm trying something new this week. Uh, check this track out, man. This is Gothica by Omega Gun.
And that was Omega Gun with the track Gothica. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, there's Hugh Hefner in the 2666 Club and in the $25 Club. We've got Clint Dowling, Jimmy the Hutt, Newmark, Alex Ellickson, Eurobeat Intensifies, what? That's exciting. And A Star Apart. You guys are awesome. So what happened to me? Oh, I beat Ori in the Blind Forest. On Game Pass. Now I'm trying to figure out whether or not Game Pass is actually worth it because it costs $16.99 Canadian a month and I just played Ori in the Blind Forest. Now, mind you, I did sample a bunch of games, right? So that, in a way, is sort of kind of what makes it worth it because I tried a bunch and then I just happened to be really compelled by Ori and so I think I'm literally just going to play the sequel now in the fucking Ori and the Will of the Wisps because I enjoyed the first one so much. It's a very nice game. But you have to ask yourself, if I'm, I mean, with tax, that comes to 19 bucks Canadian a month, right? So it's like, could I have just bought Ori and the Blind Forest for like, you know, ten ninety nine or something on the store? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I have a funny feeling that next year when PS5 comes out, or at least next year when I can buy a PS5, if I have the money at the time, and if uh, <laughs> if they eventually come out, I don't know. I think I might cancel Game Pass for that period of time. Because once I buy Cyberpunk, which I think I'm going to wait, because a lot of the reviews seem to be talking about how buggy it is right now, so I feel like I'm just going to wait till next gen, and that'll give them, you know, three or four months to put out a bunch of patches and stuff and then i feel like once i'm playing cyberpunk i won't need game pass for those few months or whatever so then i'll probably cancel it and then join it again i don't (laughs) this is what happens when you don't have a lot of money you know you gotta like i'll write on the calendar like game pass ends today so remember to cancel it you know the day before so they don't bill you you know like i've got all these these intricate charts and graphs anyway the point is i i highly recommend ori and the blind forest that was a good one so how about this i also recommend this all right listening to cool music this is a track from ghost tech it's brought to you by my awesome patreon supporters in the 25 dollar club awesome people like restless nights honeybeard tim carlton johnny five kempson ken jeru martin larby and blake peterson peterson uh yep You guys are all awesome, and uh, your support is uh, very, very helpful for uh, producing all the stuff at Beyond Synth, like Andy's Spaceship, and oh, we put out a new episode, just in case you haven't seen that. Look, what am I doing? Uh, Listen to this music first, man. This is Ghost Tech with Death is Closing In.
All right, that was Death is Closing In by Ghost Tech. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Ashley Keegan with the 2049, and Badge Mickelson with the 1986, and the Buchelman sisters, Sarah and Rachel, with the 1985. So yeah, uh, we, yeah, we put out episode three of Andy's Spaceship, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. That's the one with Keyboard Cat, played by Joe Wood from Lucaset, and I also do an interview with Zach Robinson, who you know as DAD from this show, and also as the composer of Cobra Kai, the television show. And so we talk about that, and we talk about our, uh, or at least he talks about video game soundtracks, which were very influential to him. And uh, yeah, so go check it out on YouTube. Andy's Spaceship. It's a funny episode. We got uh, Stanley the Turtle, as uh, played by uh, Adam McNabb from Lucaset, and uh, he uh, he has to work on the outside of the ship, and so he's in space, and he's disgruntled about it, and it's his very silly. And uh, speaking of which, I got a letter here from Tatsuya Miwa, because I posted the episode uh, early to Patreon supporters, and they say, Thanks, Andy and Zach. I really enjoyed it. Was especially illuminating to me about N64 game music, because I missed out on that generation of consoles. Yes, because uh, Zach had a few N64 games in his list, including Star Fox and Wave Race. And uh, and I actually learned something. You know, during the interview, I was talking about how Nintendo's sound sort of changed. I think I've talked about this on the show before. And, and like, the sound of Nintendo has become this, like, sort of soft, I, I call it digital jazz, you know, where it's like this kind of, I don't even want to say elevator music. Like, it's a different kind of thing. And it turns out that when I was researching to do the little pop-up, so, you know, an Andy Spaceship, whenever people make references sometimes there'll be like a little pop-up that comes up to explain the reference and the same artist like the same musician who did the music for wave race because i'm saying you know it's like wave race is like sort of like what the sound of nintendo became with games like wii sports and like the wii menu and all that stuff and it's the same musician and i'm like oh well that fucking explains it (laughs) like i never knew that until i was uh, researching it and i'm like oh fuck it's the same guy so he's basically the dude who's like responsible for the sound on Nintendo. I find it uh, interesting. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. Alright, look. uh, Let's listen to another track and then we'll go chat with Volcor X. So uh, I got another tune here that is uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Cool people like Prophet of Jupiter, Hampus ML, and Chatterack. And uh, you're going to dig this, man. This is Mr. Creep with Chronology of Terror.
was Chronology of Terror by Mr. Creep. Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Cool people like Luke Jackson, Mads Baron Christensen, Retro Serenade, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Lane. And um, I want to uh, just thank you all for listening to the show and supporting the show. Because you're all cool. And uh, that's all I know. So how about this? Let's just go chat with Volcor X. Alright, well I'm here right now with Volcor X. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going great. Thanks for having me, Andy, and uh, I hope you're doing great. I'm doing okay. So is your uh, is your real name a secret? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you want me to call you then? Oh, call me uh, whatever you want, uh, Volcor X, uh, or uh, Overlord of uh, whatever. Well, how about I give you like a traditional French name? <laughs> okay, if you want. So you want to be Jean-Pierre or what? Oh my god, no. I don't know, pick another one. Uh, let's see here. Michel? Oh, Michel. Uh, that's my Muslim name. Christophe? <laughs> Call me X. Qu'est-ce que c'est uh, le, le nom de Champs-Élysées? What's his name? <laughs> oh, fuck, I forgot it. Je, Dassin? Je, Joe Dassin. Joe Dassin. Oh, Joe Dassin. You know Joe Dassin? Well... <laughs> oh my god, he's gone that far. Et non, c'est parce que ma mère est française. Oh. Mais je ne peux pas bien parler français. Yeah, it's very good though. That one sentence, I have it memorized. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, actually, I ended up, I spoke to a whole bunch of French people this week because I've been recording uh, a bunch of chats with other, uh, you know, like uh, dark synth and heavy synth artists. And I talked to Hollywood Burns. Yeah. And uh, Sierra. Yeah. And I think the other ones were from Hungary, now that I think about it. Uh-huh. But that was interesting because Emmerich, uh, uh, he was saying that he did the fucking X logo thing. Yeah, he did uh, the, um, the teaser for my first album. He made a, um, you know, a, a one minute or two minutes video. Uh, with um, uh, extracts from old uh, sci-fi movies, and uh, uh, interested in the in the picture, um, uh, a spaceship in, form, in 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 the shape of an X, and uh, it it has become my my spaceship now. And I I can't live without it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living in it anyway. So yeah. from that, he, he made a couple of T-shirt design for me as well, and some pictures of the of the spaceship uh, that we used in in the album artwork as well. And yeah, Emmerich is a very very talented guy, not only in music but also so in images and pictures and stuff. Well, he's also a, a good friend because he, he also didn't give up your secret identity. He says, <laughs> when I said, how'd you guys meet? And he's like, I can't really say. <laughs> I can't really say either. I'm assuming it's a work thing, but uh, we, we don't have to get into it. Nah. And uh, hey, and, and I, I know you know him because uh, I saw you on the, on the video he uses on, uh, on stage. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that. A few people messaged me who actually caught Hollywood Burns' show. They messaged me and sent me, like, the little snippet, and like, hey, is this you? Because <laughs> I was yeah. in the video, but... Yeah, yeah. I saw him uh, live in uh, near Paris, uh, like, a couple of years ago, and it was really cool because um, Dan Terminus was playing as well, and um, Electric Dragon came from the, the UK just to see the show, so we, we all met, and it was really, really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, look, man, mm. we don't need to talk about these fools. We're here today to talk about Volcor X. Tell me, uh, what, what is Volcor X, man? Why did you call it that? I needed to find uh, an alias when I started this project. I wanted something uh, uh, because I, I'm a big sci-fi fan. 
Uh, I've seen uh, a lot of sci-fi movies and uh, sci-fi series and stuff. And uh, since I, I'm a kid, and I wanted something about uh, about sci-fi. Um, and uh, Volcor is actually a, a character in a, in an old uh, Japanese series called. Uh, in, I think in the U, in the US it was released in the name uh, Message from Space, uh, Galactic Battle. I loved this series in uh, when when I was a kid. Uh, I was all over it, and uh, it was called in France. It was called San Kukai. Uh, so maybe uh, your French listeners will will remember it. And there was this character, which was uh, who was one of the bad guys, a really really uh, evil guy. You know, it was even more evil than uh, his bosses. He was really really mean. You know, just mean. And uh, I really loved him. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and he had this very very cool outfit with a with a helmet with horns and a cape. Uh, I I don't know if you've seen the the cover of my first album, but the portrait of Volcor on on the on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has this helmet, and on the helmet there is a small um, emblem in form of a skull, and we, we totally ripped it off. It's really uh, the same one as uh, as in the series. So I, I decided to 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 call myself Volcor, but with a K instead of a C, and add an X because there was a band called Volcor uh, in the in the seventies or eighties, uh, some kind of uh, jazz prog uh, thingy, uh, and I think they were French as well. So I, I needed to add something else, and the X was really cool because when I was a kid again uh, I was watch- watching a, a, um, a TV show called Tang X Time X which was about uh, technology sci-fi etc etc and uh, it was uh, hosted by two uh, twin brothers the Bogdanov uh, brothers and uh, these guys are very very famous in France because uh, they've done a lot of plastic surgery and now they really really look like aliens it's, it's frightening oh you wait know? I know these yeah. fucking guys I think my brother literally just sent me a picture of them the other day hold on how do you how do you spell their name B-O-G-D-A-N-O-V I think yeah man the fucking weirdos <laughs> yeah holy shit fucking bizarre yeah 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 and these guys they were they were very very good looking when they were young and I, I don't know what happened to them some people say it's because they got, they got a disease but um, some scientists said no it's not a disease it's uh, it's plastic surgery so I don't know wow these guys uh, are the craziest looking fucking guys yeah 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 holy shit he looks like uh, they look like dolls or something yeah. like really bizarre kind of like horror dolls yeah yeah wow all aliens wow look at them when they were young okay so they were like just kind of normal looking dudes yeah yeah just wearing some Star Trek like um, uniforms uh, in, in their show and stuff they were really cool I loved them when I was a kid yeah that is uh... okay anyways well <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look how about this let's kick it off and listen to some tunes alright so I can get the image of these fucking weirdos out of my head <laughs> This was uh, all the way back in 2015. You know, you're a guy I probably I should have had on the show years ago. I'm trying to rectify these situations. There's a lot of people who have been, you know, in the scene for years and years and years, and then I just like because of my disorganization. <laughs> because yeah, like you're like the cover art with the fucking that like alien dude with the skull and the helmet with the horns and stuff. Like that album has been around for years. Yeah. It's it's an image I always think of of like like the early days of synthwave scene or whatever. It's anyway. Look, I want to listen to this track, all right, from 2015. Okay. (laughs) It's called Welcome to Badass Inc., which is short for Incorporated. And we're going to listen to that right now, man. This is is Welcome to Badass Inc. by Volcor X.
Right, and that was Volcor X with the track Welcome to Badass Incorporated. And I'm here right now with Volcor X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So was Volcor X like the first musical project you you did or did you do stuff before? No, I, I did a lot of stuff before. I worked um, for um, different media like TV, video games or and stuff like that. But I wasn't really happy with my, my situation in this industry. So um, I started Volcor X as, as a sort of uh, therapy project because I, I needed to produce some music I was proud of and uh, produce some music I, I really wanted to do and not something I would do for a client or, uh, you know, I, I needed to express myself with music and, and this is something I, I haven't really been able to do in my in my previous uh, career. It was music though? Like you were doing music? Yeah, yeah, music, yeah. And sound effects and stuff like that, some desi- sound design and uh, uh, audio, uh, most generally. What kind of sound design stuff? Like, what do you mean? Like regular things? Like, or did you do like science fiction type sound design no i mean uh, maybe some sound design for video games uh, sometimes you know or i don't know how to uh, say it in english but uh, uh, sometimes you need to find some sounds for a brand so uh, maybe for uh, for their website but for uh, a logo uh, apparition uh, things like that you know oh, okay yeah, yeah 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 so like when the fucking words show up and the little swirl yeah. happens like the yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't shit a lot of these yeah <laughs> Yeah, I gotcha. I have the same thing. I, I did, uh, I work as like a, or, you know, I used to anyways, like work as sort of a freelance video editor and videographer and stuff. And like, none of that work I'm proud of. Yeah. Like for years, you know what I mean? Like it gave me money, but like none of it I would show to anybody and go, here's a project I worked on. Like it's all, it's all bad. Yeah, I feel you, man. Mind you, not that like necessarily what I do now is any better. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm making a little science fiction show where I'm talking to fucking puppet turtles so like i don't know if i'm really in a better place but well that rocks man (laughs) (laughs) so what what is it about this sound then well uh i don't know uh (laughs) the thing is that for a long time i've I've been wanting to do a a personal project uh never found the time to do it never found the energy you know you know how life is and uh one thing i was sure uh, is that i wanted to do something with synthesizers but uh, not something uh, like like elevator music or whatever. You know, I, I really wanted to think a bit powerful, a bit dark, because this is the kind of music I like, uh, and I wanted to do it with synthesizers and maybe a bit of guitar and, and stuff like that. But at, at the beginning, it was really only with synthesizers. I had just discovered Carpenter Brute uh, in 2012. I bought his first EP, and uh, I, I kind of fell in love with his music because I I realized that you could do music which was powerful, dark, and using only uh, synthesizer sound. So um, this was my, my main inspiration, I would say, at the beginning. It was Carpenter Brute, and uh, I didn't want to emulate him, but I, I wanted to do something in my own way, but using the same tools. And later on, my style evolved a bit, as you probably have noticed if you have listened to, to my albums. And uh, now um, I'm more into something heavier with more guitars and more atmosphere, uh, more uh, ambience, well, more everything. <laughs> Maybe a bit less 
less uh, synth, but it's still there and, and it will remain there. What I like about your stuff is it's heavy, but there always like is a nice melody through line through the thing. Oh yeah, because that's what I always like kind of gravitate towards. Because like there is some artists that do sort of like the dark synth stuff where it is kind of I mean it's it's almost like a, like dance music or, or something where it's kind of more about the beat mm-hmm. and like heavy bass line, but there isn't always that sort of melodic aspect to it. And so what I like about your tunes is there still is that sort of melodic hook along with the uh, the, the heaviness, I'll say. Yeah, well, I think people are more likely to remember a tune if there is a good melody than uh, if it's just a beat and a cool bass sound, but it's just a beat and a cool bass sound. So um, a melody will stick with you for a while and uh, I'm hoping that people will, will stay with me because of that and, uh, and I will keep developing it. You've got a message. Oh, it's a... F- <laughs> <laughs> It says content blocked, which means that is a phone number that I've said. Don't call me, you fucking scammers! Oh my god, you don't, you can't imagine the number of the number of numbers I've blocked on my phone. I've said this a few times to everyone because I just discovered it this week. There's this guy with a YouTube channel, the Scottish dude, yeah, who just turns the tables on scammers. Oh yeah, and it's fucking awesome. Where like they they hack into his computer, but then he does that just so he can hack into theirs, and then like he's like looking at their cameras and like <laughs> refunding the money that they're stealing from people and stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> really excellent satisfying <laughs> well look how about this let's uh, move forward here to the year 2016 we talked about it earlier yep. uh, the album this means war and uh, i want to listen to a track from this one this one's called the bomb and it's uh, pretty cool it's by volcor x boom the missile's ready and prepared for program our power will be demonstrated now
and that was The Bomb by Volcor X. I'm here right now with Volcor X, talking about making tunes and doing things. That's <laughs> that's all I heard. That's all I was paying attention to. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, what have you been doing since uh, lockdown? Have you managed to make any tunes? Or uh, yeah, well, uh, during lockdown, I released my uh, my latest album, uh, "This Is Our Planet Now," which was a bit of a bummer because we were supposed to do some live shows for the release of the album, and of course, the, sh- the shows were cancelled. But I decided to release the album anyway because it was planned this way, and uh, I had no idea when we would be able to start playing live again. So I, I didn't want to wait for that. So uh, we released the album in April, and uh, yeah, lockdown have been. Uh, has been quite productive I would say because uh, I started a side project which this time is a lot more metal a lot of heavy guitars and stuff but a lot heavier than um, than Volcorex and with uh, a bit of synths as well but uh, a lot less than in Volcorex and uh, yeah I started working on this I will release I think a first EP uh, in the coming months and I'm, I'm planning to release a full album which will be a compilation of two or three EPs I think but it's, it's still a work in, in progress Do you have like a practice space in your in your place where you can be loud yeah I have a, I have a small studio uh, in the back of my garden so uh, I can make a bit of noise and even if I, if I couldn't I can work with phones because I have uh, uh, everything uh, you know um, plugged in my system with some uh, amplification uh, amplifica- amplifica- ampli- oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> amplifiers yeah with uh, amplifier sims so uh, I, I don't have to have a cabinet with a very loud sound so I can play everything with my headphone so uh, I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm all good. Do you ever feel silly if you're like sort of rocking out with a guitar, but you just have headphones on? No, I don't mind because I'm alone. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what your living situation is like. Because I know like when, uh, you know, if I'm doing something like that and my wife walks in and like, I'm just sitting there like with headphones grooving, I just feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but my, my wife knows that the studio is uh, a no limit. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This is no girls allowed. Yeah, exactly. No, no one, no one allowed. Just the cats. You're talking about like your love of sci-fi and stuff. Like, what are your favorite uh, movies and things? Back in the days, uh, I really loved uh, a movie called The Black Hole. It's a Disney movie, uh, but I think it's the darkest Disney movie I've seen. And uh, I remember my father, uh, he brought me to the cinema to see the, the movie when I was a kid, and I really loved it. I was a bit frightened, but I loved it. So this one is, is one of my favorite, and the, the, the score is absolutely fantastic. It's from John Barry, I think. Uh, I like uh, Event Horizon. It's a horror sci-fi movie. Uh, a bit gory, but uh, I really like it. Really dark. Oh, I love Moon from Duncan Jones. Yeah, yeah. Ah, this movie is so awesome. Uh, what, 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 what? This is fun. <laughs> I just like, just go through the list. I'll just sit here and listen. <laughs> uh, I'm just checking off every time I've seen the films. I, I've never actually seen uh, The Black Hole. Oh, you, you should. Well, if it's Disney, it must be on Disney Plus, right? I have Disney Plus. I think it is, yeah. And they just uh, released it on Blu-ray, but just for people who have a subscription to Disney something. Not, uh, it's not the the, um, the VOD uh, service, but uh, it's something else. And you can only buy the Blu-ray if you remember. So uh, now I'm trying to find it on eBay, but it's like uh, the, the people sell it for a fortune. So I will, I will <laughs> wait to find it uh, somewhere. Black Hole is still just a piece. PG movie, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because Disney does 
the Disney streaming service does censor some things, so I wonder if there's a difference. I mean, I guess there wouldn't be. I don't know, because Disney, Disney's funny. Like, they've censored some Simpsons episodes. They put some CGI hair covering up Daryl Hannah's ass in the, no way. this one movie, because you see her ass when she's, like, running into the water, and they put, like, hair in front of it. Sounds ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, God forbid we see some lady's ass, right? <laughs> But yeah, um, I, I don't think the, the black hole would have anything to be censored because it's not really gory. Uh, it's just uh, some, there are some striking images, but uh, nothing really, really frightening, you know, or gore or no, I, I think it would be okay. You ever seen Life Force? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love this movie. I've just bought it back on, on Blu-ray as well. That, uh, <laughs> that lady's got a fantastic body. <laughs> <laughs> That was like one of the most striking things. I mean, I know that film's got some some cool like puppetry work and stuff when the people get the life force sucked out of them. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like the one shot where the lady's walking naked and it's just sort of like, holy smokes. Like this is like the complete opposite of these weird brothers I've just looked at. You know, like how nowadays people get all this kind of surgery and they can sort of fix themselves up to look a certain way, and then some people just naturally have just like Wow, that's just a fantastic body, and like, I'm sure she did nothing. Oh no, she didn't. She probably didn't know. Anyway, that's all I have to say about Life Force. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a cool movie. Yeah, that's it. No, because my brother, he was, he, he, he had it, and so I like, I borrowed it off him because I remember seeing the image of like when the guy gets the life force sucked out of him in the um, yeah in the laboratory, and he becomes that puppet, like the. Run! <laughs> <laughs> That scene's fucking oh, crazy. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, look, I tell you what else is awesome. Listening to the cool music of Volcor X. Oh, yeah. I want to listen to another track from This Means War, uh, which I dug. It was a track called Run Away. Oh, cool. Because this one isn't very, very popular. I, I don't know why, but... I tend to do that. I will occasionally, to aid my decision, if, if I have a hard time, like if an artist has a whole bunch of tracks that are good, sometimes I'll go to the band camp and see what other people say mm -hmm. and go, oh, that might help me like choose the songs to play. But if I feel passionately about a particular song, I just play whatever I want. I mean, like that's yeah. that's the, the joy of being the host, right? I get to pick. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it does happen quite a few times where like my favorite song and I'm looking through everyone's favorites and like no one likes the song that I like and I'm like I don't know if I just have weird taste or what but I think this is a cool song yeah me too I like it so we're gonna listen to it this is a Runaway by Volcor X <laughs>
And that was Runaway by Volcor X, and I'm here with Volcor X right now, <laughs> talking about sci-fi and black holes and all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> interesting thing is that uh, Runaway is the only song so far I've uh, sung on, because there is some lyrics in, in the song, which I did myself with a vocoder, and thank God for vocoders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, like, is that something you like to do? Are you singing in your new project? There will be lyrics and vocals in my new projects, but I'm not singing no because uh, maybe I will. Maybe some screams or you know some <laughs> <laughs> metal, metal things, but uh, no, I'm not singing. I'm I'm not able to. I would like to, but I, I can't. And even though um, just because you can doesn't mean you have to. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure I would because um, the the vocals in in, uh, in Runaway are, are very uh, you know discreet. So uh, that's working for me. But um, I'm I'm not really into uh, synthwave with vocals. Actually, I, I really prefer synthwave with. Uh, you know, only instrumental, uh, no, no vocals at all. Yeah, man, but you got you to lay down some hard bass lines and then just throw on some fucking Champs-Élysées, like, over top. <laughs> yeah, 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 but no. <laughs> I, th- I, I do this to every French guest I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I think I remember you did it to, to Dan Terminus. Yeah. I, I remember, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every French guest, I always sing that song. <laughs> Mind you, I do that to my mom all the time, too. Like, whenever she... Because she loves all this old French music. And so, like, whenever there's some kind of lull in the conversation, it's just... Ooh, Champs-Élysées. What a lucky woman. <laughs> That's all the stuff they listened to when I was a kid. And so... Uh, now they have to pay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was never a fan, so I think it still sort of upsets my mom to this day that, like, I never... Because my dad's British, and I just sort of gravitated more towards the British stuff than the French stuff. I mean, like, because uh, when I was a kid, my parents were listening to... um my mother was more into uh, the Rolling Stones or the Beatles, and my father was more into Pink Floyd, uh, Yes, uh, bands like that, you know. And he, wa- he was a drummer and he was playing in a, in a cover band with his friends, and uh, they were playing uh, Led Zeppelin covers and stuff like that. So I have no complaint about the music my parents uh, were listening to. Do your parents still have the instruments? No, no. Or was that like when they were young? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I was very angry at my, at my father when I, when I discovered that he had to sold his drum kit when I, when I was born. Because uh, they need they need the, the money to raise me, so uh, I was like, "What the fuck, Dad? You dropped it just for me!" Ah, I was really really angry. <laughs> well, that's the sacrifice people have to make. Yeah. I remember I bought one dude's like Lego collection because <laughs> he was selling it online because they were having a kid. Yeah, and I bought a shitload of Lego from that guy. So sad. Garbage bags worth. He was like selling his whole collection. <laughs> that's a hard thing, you know, like when people know the value yeah. of what they have, like it's it's not fun to buy used Lego anymore because people know they can get a lot of money for it, but sometimes yeah. you can get a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you do? What, what do you do for fun, man, when you're not making tunes? Well, what do I do? Well, I do what pretty much everybody does. I mean, I'm playing video games and uh, watching movies and uh, listening to music and uh, go to the restaurants with my wife. And nothing really, really uh, exotic. Is your wife supportive of your Volcor X? Yeah, a lot. Good. Yeah, yeah. She's one of the reasons I started it because uh, she has, has been pushing me for... Uh, 
years and years to make my own stuff and she's even more happy than I am that I have started uh, Volcorix. Well, so then she gets the fucking TV to herself when you go in that shed. Yeah, quite often, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was the, the, the trick all along. It's like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. I'll support my husband so that he goes out in the garden and then I get the house to myself. Oh, man, man. I didn't seek on that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll be all right back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about like when you when you have sort of an artistic passion and, and and pursuit. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Like I can be in a little tiny room as long as I have focus. Like that's the thing that's important to me is focus. Yeah, and that's something I'm not afforded where I am because like uh, our our apartment is basically like one big room, mm. and I mean it's a big room. <laughs> I've got a spaceship set on one side. I've got a kitchen table over here. I've got the living room couch and uh, the PlayStation over here. And Man, I thought that was a real spaceship I saw in the video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was just clever special effects. Wow. My, my very talented uh, <laughs> gluing old VCRs to some cardboard and... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, does the job well it's fun to do yeah so now it seems that sort of this whole Volcor X project has this kind of theme running through it yeah this sort of like this sci-fi invasion theme and like evil aliens and stuff so is this going to carry through the whole thing uh, I have no idea actually because uh, I'm not really planning anything uh, with, with Volcor X um, this is uh, one one of the things uh, I want to do with this is let things go, let's let things flow, you know, and uh, do uh, what what comes. Um, so I have no idea what the future will bring, no idea at all. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. I like, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> the thing is that the the one thing I'm I'm sure about that it's uh, I won't be that long to work on another album because uh, I, I waited like four years between um, this means war and this is our planet now and this was far too long for me. Uh, the reason why uh, I waited for four years uh, is because I had some uh, other things to do. I, I made a lot of soundtracks uh, between the the two albums, but I will. Uh, focus more on albums and on soundtracks from now on because uh, it takes too much of my energy and, uh, and time and I really want to focus on, on my again my own music and not the music I'm making for other people yeah 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 that makes sense <laughs> now it sounds a little strange but I wanted to play a track from one of those soundtracks <laughs> please do <laughs> there's some game soundtrack called Shift Quantum yep is that correct yep there's a cool track I think you have it on volume 2 which I really liked it was called Nexus I just I like the vibe and the melody of this one it's not like yeah. hard like the other stuff but I, I thought this was just a cool song yeah and, and the, the um, uh, this is a game I, I worked on with another composer just like I did on, on Desync with uh, Daniel Deluxe mm-hmm. once again I, I uh, volume 2 is my music and volume 1 is the other composer's music yeah it was a fun game to score and uh, and that song Nexus is really one song I like but once again uh, a song nobody listens to well guess what we're gonna <laughs> listen to it right now alright this is Nexus by Volcor X
And that was Volcor X with the track Nexus from the Shift Quantum original game soundtrack volume two. And I, I that's actually um I had Daniel Deluxe on the show. Yeah, no. And I remember I played a track from his side of D Sync. Yeah. Which I guess was like the, the volume one. Anyways, like I'm here with Volcor X right now. That's the point. Hey, yeah. What games are you playing? <laughs> I just finished a game called Guacamole 2. Yeah. <laughs> which is not very sci-fi, but that's okay. It was really, really cool. I don't know if you if you know the game. Yeah, yeah. My uh, son loves the that game. There was this thing at the end, if you want to get 100%, yeah. where you have to do these stupid chicken challenges. Yeah. And some of those levels are fucking hard. Oh, like fuck. where you have to keep switching dimensions every two seconds. Yeah. Like you jump switch dimensions so you don't land in the fire and like you have to keep flipping back and forth dimensions and stuff and like it just it was a little too crazy for me yeah yeah it is crazy i've spent hours just to open one chest at, yeah. at the other side of the room you know <laughs> but it's a good game like like they're good games yeah yeah yeah. it's really good metroidvania style yeah it's really good the music is is awesome um and uh yeah yeah the the game is really good looking and stuff really really cool oh i just started the game called firewatch it's first person, right? Is that the one where it's sort yeah. of like a kind of like a narrative thing where you're in a yeah. yeah. It's very pleasant to play. You know, it's just, just the sort of game you play like when to you want to uh, relax a bit and uh, uh, when you don't want to play Guacamole too, for example. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's uh, it's easy going and stuff, and so it's uh, really really nice. And uh, what is the game am I playing? I've just started again playing Mass Effect, the first trilogy, because I want to play Andromeda, but I wanted to play to replay the, the trilogy before playing Andromeda. Are you, are you trying to make Andromeda more disappointing? Maybe I don't know. Because <laughs> like, if you play the, the the original trilogy and remember the how good those were, yeah, uh, and then you switch over to Andromeda, it's going to be a bit of a. I don't know, man. I'm such a sucker for sci-fi, you know. Uh, when I see a game which looks good and uh, have awesome uh, graphics and uh, uh, sceneries and stuff, and I'm, I'm just like, whoa. Uh, so even if the game is not as good, but if it looks good, I should be fine. I have very particular taste, and so sometimes there's just games that strike me the wrong way, and I really liked the Mass Effect trilogy. And if they if they ever come out with, like, you know, uh, the HD remaster of that trilogy, yeah, I'm probably going to buy that, like, day one and then play it again like because i actually don't own it right now but andromeda like there was just something off about that game i played it for the first few minutes and it just felt wrong like something felt wrong about it and i couldn't figure out what it was i'm like what is this it was almost like the mass effect trilogy was like the movie yeah and then andromeda was like the tv show or something Oh. oh yeah it's hard to explain because like the graphics were fine and i mean it was mass effect but I don't know. It, it might have been also, too, that maybe I just had s- such an attachment to the characters from the Mass Effect trilogy, and so since none of them were here, yeah. I- I'd rather play a game where I bump into Garrus again and like stuff like that, see what those characters are up to. Yeah, yeah. You know what What, what was game was was a bit of a letdown for me? The, the God of War for uh, PS4. I still haven't played it. Man, I've, I've been so disappointed by this game. I bought it when it was released, and uh, but the thing is that uh, when I bought it, I didn't have a, a 4K TV. Sure. So I said, fuck, I need to have a 4K TV to play this game, so I won't play it until I have a 4K TV. And um, I bought a 4K TV, and uh, the first game I played on the 4K TV was uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. which is mind-blowing. Um, the, the graphics in this game are... Wow, man, it's, 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 it's pure cinema. Oh yeah, no, it's amazing. It's incredible. The game is a 
bit too long, but it's a good game. <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> and then um, I played God of War, and uh, I felt like God of War looked like a video game when Red Dead Redemption 2 like looked like a movie. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, the, the, the graphics were more like computer-like, you know, and the animations were too fast, and uh, everything was too fast, and uh, the game itself was a bit boring compared to the first uh, and the second one, which are my favorite of the series. And uh, it's uh, too much talk and uh, you know God of War you, you have played the, 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 the other God of War the, the old ones yeah 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 I have you, you know Kratos is I mean it's not someone you, you fuck with I, I don't know if you're familiar with um, Star Trek there is that Klingon character called Worf and Worf is basically Kratos in God of War PS4 I mean it just uh, speaks in uh, one word sentences uh, he speaks uh, exactly like a Klingon like it is I no, and uh, the character uh, is is so different from the first games. He was a very fun character in the first games, and he's so so boring in the in the new one. And, um, <laughs> so now I, I really didn't enjoy the game until I finished it. And then when you finish the game, you have new game modes opening, and then the game becomes fun again because uh, there is a much more action after the game is finished. So <laughs> this is you have to finish the game to enjoy it after playing for like maybe twenty or twenty five hours. This is uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of the games in the PlayStation Plus lineup for when PlayStation 5 comes out. I think like they're launching and there's like 17 games or something that you can download immediately if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Yeah. And that's kind of when I'm going to play it, I think. I'm sort of saving some games that I've downloaded or that I've been waiting for because it's like God of War is always on sale. And so I just know it's going to be a PlayStation Plus free game in a few months. And actually, well, it will be because it's going to be free when playstation 5 comes out yep that's when i'm gonna play that same with horizon i haven't played horizon yet no me neither yeah there's lots of cool games that you know i don't need to do like play the game 100 percent. i just picked up watchdogs 2 for like it was like 13 bucks or something yeah you know i enjoyed the first one fine like it's not great but i mean like part two is supposed to be better and it seems more fun already i might not put the same time into that that i would have like a grand theft auto or a, a red dead redemption or something but sometimes it's fun mm. to just kind of play a fun little action game for you know a few hours yeah 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 i haven't played the watchdogs game the mechanics of hacking things is fun that aspect of the game is fun the first game the problem was it took itself too seriously so it had one of those lead characters who is just like a guy in a baseball cap but he talks like batman <laughs> And so it was really annoying. Yeah. It's like he's so cool and he's got his cool stylized trench coat. You know, whenever he's, he goes and visits his sister and like his own family and he's still just like, what's going on? Yeah. All right, I'll be back. You know, and it's just like, why are you doing this? Like, it's just, it's so stupid. <laughs> Part two looks like it's more fun. Already the, the main character seems like he's like a, a younger kid and he's, he seems like more fun character. Yeah. I mean, what was fun is just that as you move around, you have this line that just goes from you to objects in the world and then you just hold X and then you hack them. That was the fun thing. Like when you're getting in a car chase in Watch Dogs, you like hack the sewer grate and it explodes and like blows up cars behind you and you like hack the lights and cause car accidents and stuff. And <laughs> again, it's not as deep as playing like other open world games like Grand Theft Auto or whatever, but I mean, it's fine as a, you know, experience for a little while. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Mass Effect I fucking loved and I will definitely, like, I'll replay that trilogy in a second when they finally announce, like, a remaster. I think I, I bought the trilogy on PC, on Xbox, and on PS3, I think. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Consider me a fan. <laughs> well, sometimes there's just certain games, I mean, like you mentioned before about playing uh, uh, Firewatch, like, there's some games that are designed to be, like, kind of relaxing experiences. Yeah. 
And there's some games for me that are just relaxing experiences because I've just played them so much. So for me, my relaxing game is Skyrim, right? Because I've just put so much time into it that now it's a game I can put on and not really stress or get too like worked up. I just kind of walk around and I go do a mission. I skip through all the talking because it doesn't matter. And then I just go right to this. Just put an X on my map and tell me where to go. And then I'll teleport to the X and I'll fucking collect the thing. And then I'll give it back to the guy. And then I'll just skip all the talking. Yeah. But I find it really relaxing. Like I can just kind of lay down and just sort of mess around. Yeah, this is one game I really want to play, Skyrim. But I, I haven't got around to it yet. But uh, I just bought it on, uh, on, on PS4 uh, in VR. I really want to try this with, uh, with the, the VR set. I can't do VR, man. I'm one of those people. It makes me nauseous. Oh, me too. But I, I just take a bucket and it's okay. Oh, dude. <laughs> When I got the VR, it came with Skyrim. Yeah. And that game gave me nausea instantly. There wasn't even a moment for me to, like, literally... <laughs> I started the game, I pressed the one button to walk forward, and the second I walked, like, two feet, I was like, oh god, and I just took the helmet off, I'm like, nope, no Skyrim for me. The only games I can play in VR are the ones where you're standing still shooting stuff, <laughs> Okay, like uh, the shooting gallery games, but I can't play any game where you're moving. Oh, shit. Once the movement happens, I've been told to eat, like, ginger pills and stuff, like, that might help, but... They make me sick too, generally, uh, this kind of game, when the movements are really fast, then I, I, I can play five minutes and then, oh, I have to stop, but I'm not sure about Skyrim, I haven't tried it yet, but... Uh, I hope you don't move so fast, so maybe I will be able to cope, but not sure. See, Skyrim's a game where you have control. I mean, you can do the teleport thing, but you can also just walk by pushing forward. Just hate the teleporting. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, like, because you have to find that balance between if you can free move, it does create that, that nausea feeling, whereas the teleporting is supposed to alleviate some of that nausea. But it sucks because I like there's aspects of VR I really like, but even some of the games I've played, if I play and I don't feel nauseous, but if I play for more than like 20 minutes... When I'm done playing, there have been a few occasions where I just had to lay down. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, like, it really kind of made me sick, and I actually had to lay down for, like, you know, like, a few hours and take a nap or something to undo the effect of it. Yeah. So then after that, I'm like, fuck this. So my son plays it. Yeah, but kids, they have no problem with that. No, it's weird. My nephew he play, he can play uh, a VR game, like, for hours, and I'm, uh, I'm so jealous, man. I know, so I know. I know. <laughs> Um, but look, we got to listen to some more music. No way. Yeah, man, it's time. It's time we move forward to 2020 to This Is Our Planet Now. Yeah. By Volcor X, and this is a cool track. I dig it. Who's Feather? Feather is a, a young uh, French guitarist uh, with a prog music project uh, called Feather because he's a solo artist. And uh, I, I really uh, love his music. And uh, I don't remember how he came uh, to, to ask him for a solo. But yeah, because I think he was a friend of friends and uh, this is how I discovered his music and uh, we got in contact on Facebook and uh, I really liked the way he played. So uh, I asked him to do a solo on the, on the track, yeah. And it was really, really, really cool to work with him because uh, he did a fantastic job because he had a very, very tight deadline. Cool. Well, let's, uh, let's do it up, man. This is uh, Stratos featuring Feather by Volcor X.
And that was Stratos featuring Feather by Volcor X. And I am here with Volcor X right now. Yeah. Talking about music, talking about games, all sorts of stuff. Let's talk about love. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about love. <laughs> Are you taking a drink of wine there? I heard, I heard the swig. That was a beer. Okay. <laughs> On Friday nights, sometimes I have a Facebook uh, private group called uh, the Volkorian Elliot Troops. And sometimes we have beers uh, on Friday nights and uh, we, we chat uh, in the group drinking beer. So. Oh, that's nice. I don't, I don't make eye contact or talk to any of my listeners. <laughs> I, Me I, neither. I, I, I have a Discord, but I never participate. I just watch them and occasionally I'll just type a message like, uh, you fucking peasants, and then I just kind of go away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a Discord as well, but this is so alien for me. <laughs> Discord is so... Uh, I, I don't get it. So uh, I'm trying to chat with the guys on, on the Discord channel from time to time. But I like it. I, did, I didn't have one for the longest time, but now it's nice. There's like a bunch of people in there listening to the show and they uh, yeah. they keep themselves busy because I can't... I just... I'm doing too much. So it's hard for me to keep track of everything. Like, so, I mean, I've, I've pulled back from social media. So that's obviously something that's important to do yeah. for mental health. So basically, I just, I sign into Twitter like once a day. I see if anyone's tweeted at me and I'll respond to them. And then I close it. Like, I don't really click on any of the trends or anything. Same with Facebook. I just use Facebook for the messenger. I don't really look at the homepage. Yeah. And uh, Discord is, you know, people chatting. So Yeah, yeah. It consumes too much time to all, all these channels and stuff. So... For, uh, same as you, I just log into to Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and I see if I have some notifications, and then I reply to people who wrote to me or who mentioned me or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying not to spend uh, too much time on on this because, uh, my God, it's, it's it's a trap. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's the thing that's been annoying me. I think I was I was I was complaining about this like last week on the show. Is like Facebook has changed. And now I can't even really properly check my notifications anymore. And it really frustrates me. Like, it'll say, like, so-and-so mentioned Beyond Synth Podcast. And then when I click on that, it doesn't bring me to the notification. Yeah. It brings me to my fucking Facebook page. And I'm like, I don't want to see my Facebook. I want to see the damn notification. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, it's a real mess. I have the same problem. But I think this is because you have to be logged in either as your personal account or as your page. Because uh, I have the same problem with my Facebook group. Sometimes I see some notifications that someone has asked to be a member. So I have to check if uh, it can uh, if it can get in. So um, I uh, click on the notification and it brings me to a page saying that there is nothing here because I am logged on the Facebook uh, group as Volcorex and not as my uh, private account. So yeah, but it's a mess to sort because I haven't sorted out um, yet. So um, I have no idea how to, to, uh, to work it out. Yeah, it's really frustrating because if you don't have yeah. a lot of time to spend on social media, like you, you obviously want to acknowledge anyone who tags you in a post or something. Yeah. And now it's like work. Like now every time someone tags me in a post, I have to like find their account and then like scroll down to see where the post was in order to like like it or whatever. And I'm like, no, I can't. That's not something that's sustainable. Yeah, it's just a waste of time. We'll figure it out, man. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> so is there any like, is there any games coming up that you're looking forward to? No. <laughs> Honestly, no, because uh, I'm, I'm so... Uh, Late, I'm playing games that have been released like three, four, four years, five years ago. So uh, no, uh, I'm not looking forward. I'm just looking backwards as far as games are concerned. I mean, there's so many. That's the thing. Like, 
I probably will end up getting an Xbox at some point, like, and do that Game Pass thing. And I feel like there are so many good games from this generation and last generation that I haven't played yet. But yeah. And really, there's only one game a year that really I find, like, super compelling. Or, well, there's usually a few. There's There might be, like, one or two Nintendo games and then, you know, like, one game on my PlayStation. So, like, you know, the year that Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, that was the Red Dead Redemption 2 year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. that was the big game. I know next year maybe there'll be, like, a Zelda and I'm I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk, and then pretty much after that, I think I'm literally just going to play the games that are in my back catalog. Even when I get like a PlayStation Five, if that's next year or whenever the hell they become available, mm. I'm probably still going to be playing PlayStation Four games on that thing for like a year or two. Oh yeah, me too. I, I have many PS3 games unsealed, so uh, <laughs> I, I am I am so late, man. And the thing is that games are too long. I wouldn't mind playing a 15 or 20 hours game. Because after 20 hours, I'm, I'm getting bored. I, I just want to play another game. I think it depends, right? Because there's just certain types of experiences. Like, with a game like Skyrim, I like the length, but then I also don't put in... Like, I'm not doing the gaming like I used to, where I, like, would sit in front of the TV and play for eight hours. Like, I just... I don't do that anymore. Most of the time, because my son's always in, on the thing. So, <laughs> it, like, he's, he plays Fortnite all day, and then I just go and play Tetris on my Switch. And so, since I don't game like that anymore, it, it changes the types of experiences I want from a game because now when I sit down I might I might only game for like an hour or like 40 minutes or something and so sometimes if a game is so story heavy and it's like a lot of cutscenes I get kind of frustrated because it's like really like I I had my one hour of game time and I spent it just watching like a kind of shitty movie with bad lip sync I have no time to learn moves anymore in Mortal Kombat because there's like so much to memorize I remember the time when uh, I played games on the on the Commodore 64 on the on the Amiga and, and machines like that and at the time I would spend hours to try and figure out how a game would work uh, because there were, uh, you, you, we would crack games of course they were all cracked but I would spend hours to try and figure out how a game was working and uh, now if, if I don't get a game in five minutes I just like ah no I won't play it also it is a waste of time yeah it is I don't see the value in that challenge anymore to me it's about the experience of uh, of just playing the game and so it's like yeah. certain games are compelling enough that I will keep grinding to try and figure something out. But the game has to yeah. be kind of special. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, that happened with Hollow Knight. I was playing Hollow Knight, and, like, there was parts of that game where I just kept dying, but for some reason I really wanted to get it. And then there's other games where I die twice, and I'm like, fuck this. I go to the <laughs> internet and figure out how to yeah. do it. Like, I'm like, because I don't see the point, like... I'm not going to brag to people, you know, like, oh, I beat yeah. that all by myself. Like, I'm a fucking 38 year old man. Like, I mean, I don't need, like, I don't need to impress other fucking adults with how hard I tried at the video game. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I just want to enjoy myself. I just want to shoot things and fly spaceships and stuff. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you. But honestly, Guacamole 2 was the only game in the past years uh, that I really wanted to challenge myself. I want, I wanted to, to manage to, to get those fucking chest yeah. over there <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing good game design sometimes there's just some games that compel you to do that yeah i'm just yeah. not compelled like that all the time yeah it's very rare i mean i've never been a person that's really enjoyed super hard games anyways that, that's why i like skyrim yeah because it's long but easy so whenever i turn it on i i make some sort of progress and 
that's all I need to sort of feel satisfied. Or I like games where there's lots of stuff to do. Because there's different types. There's those kind of games where the game is short, but it's so hard that it takes you like 20 hours because you have to fucking grind to figure out how to beat the boss. And there's other games that are like, there's like 200 hours of content. So... You know, you're never really grinding or anything. You just fucking... There's always something to occupy your time. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, that's what being old is all about. (laughs) 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 Anyways, look, how about this? How about we listen to another track and then maybe we can uh, wind this down? As you wish. If that's uh, cool with you, I want to listen to this one. It's called This Is Our Planet Now featuring... Am I going to say this person's name correctly? Sylvain Coudre? Yeah, this is this is quite all right. Sylvain is the, the guitarist of a, a metal band called Soulwork from Sweden. He's French, but uh, the band is from Sweden. He's been a friend for a very long time, and uh, I think he's the best, uh, one of the best guitarists in the, in the metal scene. It's, it's incredible. He, he already did a solo on my first album on the last track, and... Uh, I, I think it's one of the best solo I've ever heard in my life. Well, that's some high praise coming from Volcor X. Yeah. Uh, but th- this is a fucking cool song, so let's do it up. This is This Is Our Planet Now by Volcor X featuring Sylvain Coudre.
And that was This Is Our Planet Now by Volcor X, featuring the guitar stylings of Sylvain Coudre. Yeah. And uh, that's a cool track, man. It's good stuff. Thank you. And I, I've been here chatting with, uh, with Volcor X. Is there something we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? I'm not sure, man. Uh, <laughs> anything you want to talk about? <laughs> well, let's see here. We... Uh, we talked about the chick from Life Force. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about? I mean, <laughs> is there is there anything? Are you really focused on your uh, the other project right now, or do you have any sort of rough ideas kicking around for uh, Volcor X? Yeah. Uh, in the past few weeks, uh, um, I've been working on a few uh, video game music covers. I've done a, uh, a cover of um, a song from Turrican 2, uh, which was a, an old Amiga game. Last week, I released a cover of uh, Aquatic Ambience from uh, Donkey Kong Country, which was uh, released on the Super Nintendo in Classic. the nineties. Classic. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I, I might release a couple of mo- a couple more. Uh, I'm not sure because uh, I needed to do something like that because this year I've, has really drained a bit of my creativity. So uh, making cover is a good way, you know, to still make music without giving too much of uh, of yourself. So um, this is cool. This I, I like doing doing this. But yeah, the future is. Uh, Working uh, on the new album as soon as possible. Uh, working on the side project as well, and trying to make music, music, and music. Are fans of Volcar X going to know that it's you in the side project, or are you going to pretend it's something else? Oh no, no, it's uh, it's uh, an, an official Volcar X pro- side project. Yeah. Okay. So you will know. You can tell them all about it on your Discord. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Went to my uh, three or four Facebook Facebook fans who are still there waiting for me to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also like the Friday night fucking uh, yeah. drunk gang, right? You can tell them about <laughs> it. It's all good. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, look, listen. All right. It was nice to chat with you and get to know you. And uh, you make cool music. I probably should have had you on the show many years ago, but uh, you're here now. So that's all that matters. Yeah, but you already played some of my music in the show anyway. So that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's good stuff. Yeah. Thank you, man. And I think also uh, when Marco's on the show as well, he also uh, he picks some Volcor X from time to time. So yeah. Ah, actually, a uh, side note, if you wish, Marco and uh, Rick. Uh, Thorpe are two of the guys who are responsible for um, me keeping on making music uh, with Volcorex because when I released the first EP I didn't expect anything from it you know I just released it and say like like many musicians today like I release music and let's see what happened which is a mistake but this is what I did and on Bandcamp I noticed that some people were coming to my page from a, a, a website called Synthetics FM so I clicked on a link and went to see the site and I saw that there was a podcast and I listened to the podcast and I listened to Rick and Marco speaking about my music and, and uh, like praising uh, the, the song they were playing and uh, I was like oh dude some people in Australia are, are listening to my music and are, are enjoying it so maybe maybe I should keep on doing something with it so <laughs> thank you Marco thank you Rick you have a, a place in my heart yeah man well that's the that's why it's important to encourage uh, people's artistic talent you know yeah that's why I'm not one of these people who goes on the internet to fucking bitch and complain about all this stuff because I would much rather have uh, cool music in the world than uh, tear people down because I'm some kind of untalented asshole you know yeah yeah it's the power of positivity man you see exactly that's the moral of the story to my audience because I've been on this uh, positivity kick lately but I mean that's the whole point man if you spend your time going on the internet fucking tearing people down and being an asshole you're a piece of shit exactly <laughs> 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 
not, I will destroy you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, man, listen, you have a lovely day and uh, keep on being cool and keep on making cool music and uh, we'll keep on playing it on the show. And uh, good luck with your side project. And uh, yeah. Thank you for uh, the chat. It was really, really cool to chat with you, man. And uh, I love your show and I hope you do this for the years to come. And uh, and I will, I will happily play your shows at my funerals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> That's what it doesn't it doesn't even play music, just does my fucking laugh and like people are just like looking at you in the coffin like, oh shit, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right, take care, dude. Take care, man. Alright, and that was my chat with Volcor X. Uh he's a cool guy. That's like two French dudes in a row, isn't it? Oh, no, who was last week? Oh, no, no, never mind. That was Laserpunk last week. Hollywood Burns was the week before. Well, in our Dark Synth series, what's happened? So Sierra was French. Mega Hit was Hungary. Dead Life is British. Hollywood Burns is French. Laserpunk was Hungary. And Volcor X was French. So put that in a graph and tell me what it means. <laughs> All right, look, uh, have a lovely day. I have to go get back to work, man. So um, the schedule uh, Beyond Synth this month is going to be a little weird. I mean, I recognize today is already the 10th, but um, there might only be just two more episodes this month, but they're both going to be long and uh, jam-packed episodes, so you will still be getting the full Beyond Synth experience this month, because I'm, t- I'm trying to make a Christmas and New Year's episode, and instead of releasing Christmas episode on Christmas, I think I probably want to release it maybe a few days before, and I was planning on, on making them sort of longer shows, and I was also hoping to do something else. So, the point is, I appreciate your support. Stick with me. I'm trying to do a lot of fucking organizing, and getting my shit together, because I I think my plan for next season of Beyond Synth, because I do have a plan, but also uh, an overall plan to sort of increase... (laughs) I know this sounds like a joke, but... I've never once thought about actually putting effort into trying to increase the exposure of the show. Like, I just make the show, and I just always just assume, like, oh, you know, sooner or later people will pick up on this, and, you know, we got a nice, loyal audience here, but uh, I've never really tried to go, like, what if I actually tried to get the word out, you know what I mean? And so I think maybe next year I'm actually going to try and focus on that. Because it's always nice. I mean, some of my listeners can tell you that, uh, you know, once they found out about the show, they had this back catalog of like you know hundreds of episodes to go through and so that's always cool it's it's a lot of content you know uh it's not great but it's <laughs> it's stuff to listen to and uh, people need stuff to listen to you know uh what am i saying i don't know i don't want telling you this this is behind the scenes shit man it's got nothing to do with you okay uh well it does because you listen to the show um bye <laughs> If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth, or you can donate directly on beyondsynth.com. Beyond Synth can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. And remember to like and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch.
Until next time. Until next time.